welcome to the Spa Hive. I'm Julie Pinky, your host for today's show. In the Spa Hive, we are dishing up killer industry buzz, tactical business insights, and grassroots inspiration. I promise our conversations will always be real, raw, honest, and sometimes messy with experts from across the globe meant to show you how to find your own joy, your own divine purpose, and the power of your spirit animal. In the Spa Hive, I can help you have it all, the business and life of your dreams. Join me on this wild ride. Welcome to the Spa Hive podcast. I know you're no stranger to the Spa Hive, JM Panky Partners, and our exciting podcast, but we're excited to welcome you this morning to join us live in our podcast. Thanks. I'm super excited to be here. And yes, I am no stranger. I feel like I practically live in spa hives somehow. So I'm excited. We're excited to have you too. So those of you that don't know Marianne, and I feel like everyone should know Marianne, but there's a lot of new listeners, which is really exciting, right, Marianne? Yeah, it's been Um, great. But those of you that don't know Marianne, she has a unique job function and title with us at JM Panky Partners. And so Marianne's title is Executive Puppet Master. That's right. You heard it correctly. Executive Puppet Master. We're going to talk a little bit more about what exactly that is and what exactly she does in a few minutes. But first, I would love for Marianne to quickly introduce herself to you and give you a look into her story that has brought her to the point she's at today. All right. (laughs) So my story, that's a great question. So Julie, I think we've known each other. I was thinking about it today. And I think we've known each other for almost 10 years, which is my second longest relationship. So I find that very successful. Who's the first longest? Is that George? Yes. So that is my husband, but only by a couple of months. So you guys pretty much know me just about the same amount of time, which is crazy. So yeah, I mean, I think our story all started when we worked at a resort spa in New England that we won't name, but Julie was my spa director and I was the spa manager and that's how we got started. And since then we've worked in all sorts of capacities really part-time, full-time, remote, not remote. So it's been a fun and wild ride. And somehow I've transitioned from starting out as a nail salon receptionist when I was 15, all the way to being a spa director, to being a beauty bar manager. That was super fun. Now I am a virtual assistant puppet master slash 
Jill of all trades most days. And mom, yes. So I am a wife, I am a mom, I'm a sister, I am a daughter, I'm all those things. And I am a first-time mom in a first-time pandemic for myself. So it's been a great, fun, real year. (laughs) Yeah, right. I know we've talked about this before, but being a first-time mom, delivering a baby during a pandemic, and essentially Christian, who is adorable, by the way, and we adore, but he's spending his first year living through a pandemic. So it's not only shifting what we've done for business and our lifestyle, but now having this new human in the mix where it's limited you from being able to do all the things that you really planned to do and wanted to do and what you thought the first year of motherhood would be like, probably challenged you maybe a little bit more, but I feel like it's prepared you probably so much more too. And I can't wait till you can actually get out without masks and he can play with other kids. And absolutely. I mean, my heart goes out to all those parents out there. Luckily, I'm not doing any virtual schooling. I would not be cut out for that. But just like everybody else, we're all at home. We're all working. We're all trying to still take care of pets and kids and everybody else in our household. So yeah, I'll be excited once things are maybe back to quote unquote normal, whatever that looks like. Right. Whatever that looks like in 2021 and beyond. Yeah. So let's talk about this executive puppet master role. I'd love for you to define for our audience what exactly that is. So I have to tell the funny story, which I know that the story, but my mom who knows Marianne, because again, Marianne and I have known each other for nearly 10 years. When she heard that Marianne's role was called executive puppet master, she thought it was a very demeaning role. (laughs) And I said to her, what do you mean? Why are you so upset? And she said, Mary Ann is not a puppet. You should not be dragging her around and making her work and pulling all the strings like she's a puppet. And I said to her, whoa, 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 hold up. I'm the puppet. Marianne's the puppet master. So she thought that was much better, that you were pulling the strings to make what I do work is much better than the other way around. But let's define for our audience what exactly your role is and what you do in this unique job title. Yeah. So I was thinking about this puppet master title. And so traditionally, puppet master would be someone that's behind the scenes and they pull the strings so that the puppet moves in all the right directions and is entertaining. So yes, am I behind the scenes? Yes, of course I am. You see Julie, she is the face of Jay and Panky Partners and the Spa Hive. I'm behind the scenes. But do we always move in exactly the right directions? No, of course not. I pull the strings, but are they always correct? I don't know, but that's life. So 
essentially an executive puppet master. And I don't even remember now how we found that title, but we're always looking for something that's an interesting title because anyone that has a personal assistant, an executive assistant, a virtual assistant knows that they do so much to help you as a person and to help your business. So one reason I wanted to do this interview with Marianne is so that everyone had the opportunity to meet her because she is very much a part of what we do here in the Spa Hive as well as JM Panky Partners and really is the strength behind me and the brand, but also because I think it's important for you to consider for yourself and for your own business that sometimes it's difficult to make the decision to hire a position that can actually help you because it seems daunting to spend the money on a position that you're not sure there's going to be value in. And I wanted to really share with our community and our listeners that by having, whether it's a virtual assistant, a personal assistant, an executive assistant, an assistant spa manager, I mean, whatever you're doing in whatever role that you're in, you have someone that can help save you time, be your go-to person, can help be a voice of reason, a lot of times play devil's advocate, can help do research and really is a partner in helping you be successful. So for me, that's why one of the reasons why I wanted to have this chat is because I feel like it's a very valuable role for a business owner to have that they might not think about or might think that it's frivolous or not necessary. And I'm here to say that it is a vital role if you want to spend time working on your business and not entrenched in all the daily minutiae of your business. Focus your time on the things that are going to push the needle forward, make you more money, create lasting relationships with your staff and your guests, etc. So Marianne, I'd like to ask you, let's kind of peel the curtain back a tiny bit. And what's it like working with me and for me as we're building this, which is a very personal Spa Hive and JM Pinky Partners brand? In one word, my answer is, it's wonderful. Of course it's wonderful. No, I would say- We didn't prep for these questions. So I did give Marianne an idea of the questions, but I have no idea what her answers are going to be. So (laughs) it could go anywhere. No, all positive. I think anybody in this type of role usually is someone that is a little bit more detailed focused. They pay attention to logistics and timing, and they really like schedules and they may or may not be addicted to Excel sheets or Google sheets. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I'll let you guess. And working for someone like Julie, Julie is more 
entrepreneurial. She is more imaginative. She's more creative. She's got big lofty ideas, which are all wonderful. And then it's my job to kind of pick through them and see exactly how we can accomplish these things realistically in a timely fashion. So it's great position because it puts me out of my comfort zone because I'm not necessarily that person that has huge, big, lofty projects in mind. I like smaller things. (laughs) So, I mean, I think working for Julie has always been fun. The best part is that she is a really kind person and has lived a life. And so it's been great. I mean, you can't work with someone for 10 years and not also have a friendship with them. And we do. And most of the time we get along great. Do you always get along with everyone you work with? No, (laughs) of course not. (laughs) So it can be tricky sometimes because we are also friends. For the most part, it's been great. And we do balance each other. And I think people can see that when they come to events, Julie is up there talking, trying to figure out what's on next. And I'm already behind her telling her, here's what we're doing next. Uh You'll see Julie making the time to talk to people, to the attendees, to the sponsors. And you'll see me buzzing around, usually like a crazy person, trying to make sure All the details are in place and usually trying to keep us on time, which never happens, but we never happens, never (laughs) happens. It's really hard to reel me in. I think sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, But I think, I mean, a key point of what Marianne said is that we balance each other out. So neither of us is perfect and I'm not ever a perfect manager or entrepreneur, but the beauty is, and it's something that I learned long ago is to always hire what your strengths are not. So I know my strengths And I acknowledge my weaknesses and know that Marianne can pick up the slack where my weaknesses are. So then essentially we have one functioning person and brand that is good at everything and no one's good at everything. So we always need that. And I think it's great because you work so closely with people and Marianne and I work so closely together that as she said, right, there's always, there'll be differences of opinions, but it's important to know that you can share the difference of opinion and it not be uncomfortable. No one gets mad that we take constructive criticism just as that it's not personal, I always know when Marianne is saying, I think you should rethink that, it's a little buzz in my ear of saying, okay, step back. Maybe you don't agree, but let's look at the big picture and don't just blaze forward without thinking about it. So I feel like that's a super helpful role that everyone should have in their life. Someone that that helps balance them out in business and ideally in personal too, right? Of course. And on the contrary, I help Julie take a step back, but Julie, you also help me push forward. So it's not just always status quo here. We need to continue to grow and you need that balance as well. That other piece, because we are always expanding JM Panky Partners, the Spa Hive, the Spa Hive VIP. So without Julie saying, let's try this, 
let's do this. What else can we offer? We wouldn't be offering as much as we do. So yes, you do need to take a step back sometimes, but at the same time, don't let that stop you. Push forward, keep growing and try something new. Not all the ideas are going to work and not everything has to be perfect before you roll it out, which I think is something that as a brand, we have to adopt sometimes because perfection get us hung up on things and perfection can stall things. And sometimes you just have to do and worry about the small little imperfections later. And usually no one can even tell. That's true, right? What we see as imperfections, a lot of times no one even notices it. So we beat ourselves up a lot of times for no reason. And that the flip side of being perfectionists, right? And that we're, I think, recovering perfectionists and we try to adopt the motto of progress over perfection, but we're recovering still. (laughs) So being a new mom, how do you balance being needed by everyone? So new baby, you have several siblings, you have a spouse that works from home. And then there's me that could text you at any given time and come up with a brilliant idea that I want to launch for tomorrow. So how do you find that you uh, balance all of this? I would say I don't balance it. There is no way to perfectly balance everything you need to do. I'm not a super mom by any means. I am not a super employee by any means, but you just try. You put processes in place. I do stick to a pretty tight schedule during the week. So that really helped. But other than that, I mean, you lean on the help that you can have, which I know right now can be really difficult depending on the choices that you make. So you lean on the help you can find And you go from there and you have to just give yourself grace. And luckily I surround myself with people that give me a lot of grace. Julie, you're always very accommodating to what's going on in my house at any given time. If naps aren't happening or naps got changed, we can be flexible. The other great thing is my spouse is very supportive. Honestly, in this period, the only support we have is each other. So yeah, most of the days it gets pretty tiring, but you got to realize it's not forever. And I think if anything, this shows that it does take a village and a community to thrive. So you got to try to find it where you can. If it's not going to be in person, then you try to look online for a virtual community. That's super helpful. Even if it's just a sounding board, it's great. So yeah, I mean, I don't balance it all. That's just life. And you make the best you can do. And then some days you're working at eight o'clock at night and other days your child might be watching a half hour of TV. And to me, that's okay. It has to happen some days. I like that you mentioned some of the resources that we all have to kind of lean on and that it does take a village in parenting and life and business. And that's something that I think we all need to learn, right? If we haven't learned it and accept that our strengths. We can't do anything alone. We really need the community around us, our family, our friends, etc. But talking about resources, let our audience know what are some of the greatest resources that have helped you 
in what you do and get you to where you are today. And let us know some of the things that you're reading. I know you're an avid podcast listener. What are you listening to? I'll start off talking about some resources. I love Google Docs. We're not sponsored by Google Docs, but if they're well, listening, we could be. Yes. If they're listening, I've used you for a while. I love a spreadsheet. I love Google Docs. I would say if you're in a position where you're running a business or really just running your own life and you're still a little technology shy, you've got to pull off the Band-Aid. It's not going anywhere. You really need to use technology more. Use it to all of its capabilities because it can save you a lot of time. So I would say Google Docs, I also am a big fan of Canva and they also don't sponsor us, but I love Canva. And honestly, I would probably opt for doing the pro version of Canva. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So, right. It's worth it. And it's not that expensive. I mean, you could do a ton with the free version, but the pro is not that expensive that it's worthwhile to uh, Marianne. Why don't you describe what Canva is for people that don't know? And again, none of these products sponsor our show. We share information of brands that we personally curate and we personally use. But if you don't know Canva, tell us a little bit about Canva, how we use it internally to make everything we do look amazing. Sure. So Canva is a website that helps you design graphics, posters, social media graphics, worksheets, workbooks. You could even design a birthday card if you wanted to. It's super easy, but the details and the colors look great together. They have pre-made designs that you can use or you're really creative, you can make your own as well. I love it because it also lines up all the text. So everything looks nice and neat and it will tell you. So you don't have to worry about how many spaces you have or if you need to hit the enter button. I hate that. Who has time for that? No one. So that's a little bit about Canva. We use it for all of those reasons I just talked about. So we use it for a ton of social media graphics, workbooks as well. And it's like a graphic designer for somebody that doesn't know anything about graphic design. Exactly. So it looks like everything we did was designed by a designer and maybe we paid a lot of money for it, but mostly all of our graphics we do in-house. So it's a super great tool. It's great. And I would say my little pro tip and why I think you should really just opt for the paid version is that with the paid version, they will resize whatever you've created. So if you created beautiful flyer for your front desk, but you also wanted to use that flyer for a social media image, you can just hit that little easy resize button and it'll make it perfectly optimized so you can put it up on your Facebook. That's great. That's a time saver. You don't need to redo a design and everything looks great. You don't have to worry about spacing issues. It makes you look like an expert without having to be an expert. Love it. And so what are you reading right now that you want to share with our audience? So I am reading right now, I'm reading Slay Like a Mother 
And I have to admit, I'm maybe only 10 pages in. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And it's my goal book. And I just want to read it. I think it'll be great and help me put things in in perspective. But I would say that TikTok probably takes up way too much of my time. Instead (laughs) of TikToking, I should probably be reading my book. So next time we check in, we'll have to see how far you made it into your Slay Like a Mother book. Yeah, hopefully more pages. (laughs) Try to at least make it through 10 more, yeah. And then I know you're an avid podcast listener. Even more so, well, a thousand times more so than I am Prior to starting our own podcast, now I am an avid podcast listener, but it wasn't something that I did regularly. And a lot of times Marianne would share podcasts with me that she thought I should listen to. And it's really easy to kind of go down that rabbit hole of podcasts. And it's great because when I'm out on a walk, I can throw in my AirPods or whatever they're called and listen to a podcast, but you listen to some really cool, unique podcasts. And I feel like your podcast guide, I'm thinking of a TV guide, but your list is varied. Yes. So I would agree. It simulates my taste in music as well. My music taste is all over the place. I mean, I think you would have a fun party with me, but you might be confused about who I am. So back to podcasts, I would say I've got a couple that I listen to on the regular, and then I do use like the noteworthy section a lot. So my ones that I listen to on the regular would definitely be Jenna Kutcher, Gold Digger. I love it. I think she's super positive and she helps with also some time-saving hacks and helps me be a little bit more creative. Yeah, we love Jenna Kutcher. I love it. I actually will listen to podcasts while I'm trying to write emails because it helps me use some language that maybe I wouldn't necessarily go to right away. Good language, that is. (laughs) That's an interesting tip. I like it. Yeah, it puts me out of my box a little bit and helps me write emails that might inspire a different part of our audience and connect with them a little bit better than just my regular jargon that I use every day. Another podcast that I really like, it's called The Mom Room, and she's based in Canada, and it's a very open and honest conversation about all sorts of different aspects of parenthood. I like that because she's not perfect. She also is an avid TikToker. So that entertains me as well because I can cross look at her on all different platforms. And then now this one's going to surprise you. See, I told you're going to be surprised, but my last one is called small town murder. And (laughs) these episodes are great. Now they are about two hours long. So a little bit longer. I listened to them on road trips. So when we were traveling, that was our go-to. Now, not so much. But basically, they are all about some small town and some horrible accident that might have happened in there. But they make it known that they are not glorifying it by any means. They give you the whole history of this small town as well. Are these true stories? Yeah, they're 100% true. 
Wow. Well, I've been watching on Netflix. I think it's Netflix, The Sinner. And so it sounds like a podcast version of the show, The Sinner, which is crazy things that are happening in these small towns. Generally murder. I'm only on season two of three. Season one and two so far are murders. And there's all these wild like twists and turns that you don't expect to come out. And that's not something I normally would gravitate to either, but it's really awesome. I mean, who doesn't love a story about a small town? I live in a big city. So when I listen to podcasts about small towns, I'm like, wow, crazy things happen that aren't in my big city. That's crazy. So one last question. Because, of course, we'll go over on time and we try to keep our podcasts timely so that everyone can enjoy them in their commute or on their treadmill walk. So I want to ask one last question, which is, what do you think our audience would like to know about that I haven't asked you or something about my journey or this spa hive journey that you think others should know? So I think people would find your high school yearbook picture really fun. So I think we should share that on social media as soon as we release this episode. Maybe it can be the profile picture. (laughs) Yep, okay. (laughs) If not, we could share a college picture, either one. No, in all seriousness, I think you would be surprised to know that in this journey of JM Panky Partners and Spa Hive, we're constantly evolving. And yes, we might have somewhat of a plan and idea, but we change things day to day just based on the feedback that we get. So the show is never ran by Julie, by me. The show was ran by the community that we build. And that I think is interesting because it is not the Julie show. It's not. And Julie, I know you don't want it to be the Julie show, but it's really, it's the Spa Hive show. It's about everyone. And that is really what Julie always wants to do is just deliver as much as she can do deliver to the people that have been so good to her. I think you guys would find it very interesting. The conversations that we have and just making sure that we're giving people what they want and need. I think that's a great point. And that's a very truthful and very valid point. And it is important for people to know that I never intended this to be about me, the journey about me and the Julie show. And as Marianne says, and if you've been to our Spa Hive events, that I'm least comfortable standing in front of the room, but that my goal and my mission and our goal as a brand and as a community is to help you grow individually grow your businesses and help to strengthen our industry as a whole. So Marianne, this has been a fun conversation. I mean, we obviously talk on a daily basis, but just we don't record our calls. Maybe we should start. (laughs) Maybe Um, we should record, record them. That would be fun. But I'm thinking, can we do this again? I think people will enjoy and would enjoy the kind of behind the scenes look at the Spa Hive, the JM Pinky Partners, the creating of the Spa Hive podcast, 
and all the new things and creative things that we do and that we struggle with on a daily basis in the pursuit of the seven-figure spa consultant growing a seven-figure brand, right? And there's no overnight success. I was just saying to someone, there's a quote that I love and I don't have it in front of me, but it was something like, an overnight success took me about 20 years to achieve. (laughs) That's great. I love that. But I love, I mean, I think that I'd love for us to do this on a regular basis and let our audience in kind of, like we said, peel back the curtain a little bit and let them in on what we're doing behind the scenes and hopefully give them some tips themselves. And if nothing else, some reassurance of knowing that none of us has a roadmap to success. We just keep moving forward and making decisions on a daily basis and hope for the best. I would love to come back. I think that people really like to know what other people do in their daily lives. And sometimes they don't always like to hear about all the wonderful success stories. They want true, real, applicable advice. And I think we can give it to them. So I'd love to be back. Thanks. Great. Well, thank you, Marianne, for joining us today here on the Spive podcast. Speaking of real and raw, so what's next on your agenda for today? Well, I think I probably have to go feed a tiny 10-month-old. Actually, he's not tiny, but I need to go feed him some lunch very soon. And we'll probably go to the park. You got to enjoy the weather. That's great. And behind the scenes here... Let's see, I have a walkthrough. We love spa and Marianne controls lots of my calendar. So she probably knows better than me. But a walkthrough with love spa. We're excited to participate in their event next week. And it's Thursday, self-care Thursday for Julie. So I have a two o'clock massage and I haven't seen my massage therapist in four weeks. So I'm very excited to see her that's going to be great. So thanks everybody for joining us again today. We'll see you real soon here live on the Spa Hive podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to check out our new episodes each Monday and our quick tip series every Friday. In the meantime, if you'd like to connect with us, join our free online spa community. Head on over to Facebook, search Spa Hive Professional Community, and join me, our Spa Hive board, and over 500 other spa, wellness, and hospitality professionals there.